0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to RightBrain, a podcast about writing and crowdfunded publishing. Good evening, day, morning, whenever you are, wherever you are, dear listeners, you are listening to Brain. My name is Jeff Dubois. I'm the author of The Life Engineered, and I am joined by my wonderful, um, much better shaved than usual co-host, Paul Inman, the author of Ageless. Paul, how are
1: you doing? I am doing well, JF. Let me tell you a secret. Can I tell you a little secret before we get too deep in here? It is not a three-week span. There is not a three-week span this time. We are recording One week after our last recording Now, whether or not our episode actually makes it out In a a timely manner You know, that remains to be seen That
0: that is entirely up to you You're the guy in charge of production Paul, like, uh, let me pull back the curtain for the listeners a little Paul is the one that actually makes the magic happen And by magic, I mean he clicks a a download button And then adds uh, an entry Like that music at the beginning With my terrible intro That's, ugh Oh, it's a year old or something now. It's just the worst thing ever. We should redo it. And he then then he sends it back to me, and I put it online. So all that hard work that I just described—that's all Paul. He's he's the bottleneck here.
1: Now listen, before anybody thinks that it is not hard work, sometimes it's really hard work when we uh, when I click that download button and it is a terrible download. Sometimes that happens, and then I have to splice and cut up, and ah, oh, it's just a lot of work. But anyway, so yeah, Jeff. Thanks for having me back on our show. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, uh, look, I'm glad you can make it. I barely made it. Um, so it's it's a good time for this everyone. This is
1: true. This is true. You did barely make You know what I did, everyone, for the last, um, I don't know, four or five minutes? I sat here and I stared at JF while he, like... Violently ate his dinner as quickly He's as he could.
0: Aggressively wolfed down a pair of bratwurst and some frozen vegetables with steak spices. Because here's the secret, ladies and gentlemen: if you don't like vegetables, just put steak spices on them. It makes them delicious or at least palatable. And that way, you get your vitamins and your greens in. Um, we're not here to talk about uh, my feeding habits, which will later on your include, feeding frenzy. Yes, which will—I mean, no secret. Like between, I have a lot of stuff to do tonight, and one of three of these items include recording different shows. So between shows, I will be eating some gushers and a chocolate bar. But
1: <laughs> gotta keep the energy. I high.
0: have. I have to keep the energy high, and I do not have time to run to get proper coffee between and. But right now what we're talking about is we're talking about crowdfunding publishing, we're talking about ink shares, and we are going to be talking – like usually we have a very specific format. Anybody who's been listening to us for a little while knows that we have a very specific format, but we are going absolutely off the books and off the rails in the next few weeks because – just to bring you up to speed, Paul, what's going on with you, me, and 13 other very talented authors –
1: Well, you know, we have decided to throw our hat into the latest competition on InkShares, which is sponsored by Nerdist, and the competition is all about uh, themed, I guess I should say, video games this time, and we have decided to put together a book. This book is called Too Many Controllers, and if you have not checked it out, do that, because, you know, you should. If you're listening to our podcast, then why not, right? Yeah, we'll... we'll Get plenty of opportunities to plug the book as we go along, but so what motivated
0: us to do this, and why? Why is it going to have such an impact on the format of the show? Like, I know this, of course. I'm just burying the lead.
1: Well, um, you know, it was kind of a, a strange happening, um, from what I understand, because I I wasn't technically around right at that point. Um, when they first announced the contest, some of the uh, other authors were like kind of. Poking fun at it, like, wow, really? Video games? Whoa. So then it was like, well, wait a minute. Why don't we just um, get together and, and join this contest? So eventually I came in and then you came in and we decided, you know what? Let's try to shake this up because it will absolutely shake up um, these contests and Ink Shares because this is kind of the kind of history in the making for Ink Shares and, and, and Ink Shares and Anthology almost. Is is where you could go with it if you wanted to, but whether you want to or not, I don't, I don't know.
0: No, no, they, everybody should want to. I mean, the the what's great about this anthology is that there we're all to various levels proven authors. I mean, we've all we're all in the process of publishing something on Inkshares or close to or like all at different steps, and it's like a example like Jameson Stone just. Today, I think they're releasing the um, the galley copies for his book, "Runes of the Princess." Apprent-
1: the right, I, I saw that. Looks yeah. good.
0: Yeah, so we're. I mean, I I have a book. You and I have both have books that have been published by Inkshare so far. We're at different stages in the the promo of that. You're still like in the the afterglow, I guess. I'm further down the line. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on a second book that I'm supposed to submit to Inkshares as soon as possible. Get, get off my back. I'm working on it. Uh, but, and we, we have a few people that are still f- finishing funding their books or just starting the production run. So it's fun to have all these people. But the important thing is that these are all people that have sort of shown their chops. So the, the, the book's going to be good, but the way it's going to impact, gonna be great. The, the way it's going to impact the, um, our for the format of the show is that. Usually, we don't talk about books in contests because we don't want to influence. We don't want to tip in any particular direction where where the contest is going to go. But, I mean, we can't be disingenuous and not talk about our own book. So at the same time, we're also going to talk about the contest as an entity. But we're going to talk about the quote-unquote competition.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Really, it's kind of like – my daughter does robotics, okay? And I'm sure if you've listened to some of the back episodes, I talked about it. And at, at her robotics um, competitions, they actually have this category called co-operatition or, or something. I can't remember. I think that's it. But anyway, it's more of like...
0: It's an adorable portmanteau.
1: Right, it is. And it's... it's Anyway, you you understand. But that's kind of what we're going to be doing here because really we we do want to see everyone succeed. So it's more like... Friendly competition, in in my in my in my opinion, although it's friendly competition that I must destroy.
0: I'm a little terrified by your uh, your level of uh, violence, but I do admire your conviction towards the project, Paul. It's <laughs> inspiring yet threatening. Well, you know, like I don't, you know, like like a sexual predator. Um, no, I don't want to go there. Now, come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> Be, I've been reading a lot of true crime and off the
1: rails here, JF. Come I'm on, <laughs> always off the rails.
0: So no, but the the the, the thing is where it's we're we're actually this week, especially today. Like we've just today, uh, the book has reached at uh, two hundred and fifty pre-orders, which means that it is at its quill goal, which. Uh, like in 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 the chan the situation where we wouldn't reach be in the top three or reach seven hundred and fifty, we would still get published under Quill, and we would have a lot of questions to ask each other as to how we want to get the best production possible. But with fifteen authors that have access to all these different resources, we could probably come up with something. But it puts us in a situation that's very interesting, where while may it may look unfair from the exterior. And we've talked about it in the previous show, so I don't want to rethread that too much. But while it might look a bit unfair from the exterior, it does put us in a very comfortable situation where we can openly promote, encourage, and point readers towards other book in the contest without feeling threatened. I'm not saying that we've won this, but we have the kind of lead where to be paranoid about our chances would make us seem like, Tissue paper human beings, like <laughs> it's a I'm, good way to describe. Yeah, I'm, look, we're, we're trying to run an explicit, a no explicit tag show, so I'm, I'm I'm not gonna swear, but we would be very bad people if, for some reason, we were to to have a lot of paranoia uh, regarding our situation, like. Now, let's say that we do like we we start going down in rankings and we can advise. But until then, I think that it is much better for our our souls, our psychological well-being, ink shares in general, and just our reader base to point the finger at other contestants and look at what they're doing, see how we can encourage them and see how we can help them just so that Everybody has at least a good experience in – well, as good an experience as possible in, in these contests. We, we know that a, a, a positive experience is almost impossible, but, you know.
1: Contests are rough, man. They really are, no matter e- – even now, because, like, I still feel a little bit stressed out about stuff. But I can I can say definitely way less stressed out than the first competition that uh, I was in with you back more than a year mm, ago. Yes, I hated you. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Well um, – <laughs> Good to know. I actually was like that book. That book looks pretty cool. Well, that's then why I, started, I hated. Like,
0: <laughs> like I look. I wasn't afraid of books that didn't look good. I I wasn't threatened by books that were terrible. I was threatened by books that look you know that that that, that were competently written that had good campaigns and a lot of followers.
1: Well, I understand what you mean. But uh, as I was, as I was saying, like uh, I, I still feel stressed out a little bit because in, in our and this is probably pulling back the curtain a little bit for our group, but um, in our group, we talked about how we wanted to go about, you know, getting our, our uh, readers. And uh, I, I kind of look at where I am in my standings of readers and where others are. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm feeling the pressure here because I maybe don't have just as many readers as JF or, or whatever, for example, you know? So, um, it's kind of stressful, and in, in in a different way this time. Although it's like you said, um, where we where our standings are right now, you know, I, I feel comfortable. I don't know, a little bit more comfortable than maybe I would have previously in our in our previous experiences. So, well, you said you wanted to point the finger. I'm sorry. Go ahead go ahead I, I, I was oh, just gonna
0: I was just gonna say no no you know what let's my, my comments are irrelevant and uh, and empty of any substance so let's let's start pointing the finger we want to look at basically what we want to do and this this may be a bit of a short episode because I am just absolutely unho- un- unholy level of busy today which is very stressful and and I can't stretch the the, the show too long but what we're gonna do're we're going we're, we're gonna look at two books that are currently in the competition. And just point them out so that you guys can go have a look. Because the what's interesting about having such a narrow subject or thematic as video games is that it does bring out those people that have had this idea or have had this book in the back of their mind, like thinking, "Oh yeah, I really want to write this book about video games." I don't know what platform to do it in, and now they're coming out of the woodworks, and there's a lot of cool original ideas. Yeah, there so really we're gonna be. Is. We're going to be looking at those, and then uh, Paul and I will uh, give the, the opening shots, and what we're going to do is every week talk about two or three of the stories that are going to be in the anthology so that you guys have a bit of an idea, and we're we're going to take the first hit, Paul and I, by talking about what we want to do.
1: So you want to talk about uh, the competition? Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. So, so there, there's some really cool-looking books, and we're going to be going through them uh, as we go along. So, and you know what, JF, I just had an idea. I know we didn't discuss this, but maybe mm-hmm. we just run down the rest of the top ten because this will be uh, has a potential to be fluid. So maybe each week we can just name the top ten, and we'll pick the next two in in succession. You know,
0: oh, sounds good. Like t- today we're going to talk about uh, about. Peter Ryan's Destiny Imperfect. I think I'm going to be meeting Peter Ryan uh, here in Montreal next month. I think he's coming down. We're fantastic. Um, me, me, Chris, uh, Chris Wong, and Don Something. I'm really bad with names, but we're Ford. We're, I think yeah, his last name is yeah. Ford, yeah I, I yeah. think we're going to be hanging out, like grabbing dinner or stuff. And it sounds like we're going to have a good time. So he, he I can get uh, firsthand uh, impressions of how much he must hate us. Um, in third place, we have a book called Side Scroller from a tiny name on the cover, uh, Andrew Fantasia? Uh,
1: Yep, Andrew Fantasia.
0: Man, that guy freaking won the lottery for, fi- for last names.
1: Yeah, I know. That's pretty awesome, right? And in fourth place, we have In Beta by Prescott Harvey.
0: But he's tied for fourth place. Is he tied? He is tied with a place with Are You Sure You Want to Quit by uh, Elisa King.
1: Wow, I should refresh because on my screen they're not tied. So congratulations. Ah, Actually, yes, you You are correct.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They are tied. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to get the latest. Very fluid. Very very fluid. fluid. So that's actually, that's honestly, I've been watching for a few days, and that's honestly the third, fourth, fifth place has been... The where the action is, you know, that's where um, the uh, most changes happened recently. So, tied for fourth place, then is in beta by Prescott Harvey and Are You Sure You Want to Quit by Alyssa King. Alyssa? Yeah, sorry, little names, my bad eyes. So, who do we have for sixth place? For
0: sixth place, we have uh, Squids In, which looks um, by uh, it's written by Matthew. Out. Oh, man! I you're you're sticking me with all the weird names. <laughs> also, the the that ones that are really right very small. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, it's well, God. I can't. I, we're not doing that book today, but I can't wait to get to it because I might need. I might have to send. Uh, I might ha- have to send Matthew an email or a message to ask him more details because that book looks messed up and very interesting. But yeah, I'm done. I'm not sure how to describe it properly. So. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to investigate it all. And uh, we have a uh, – this this one seems to be a bit off the uh, – because most of the books are like sci-fi slash fantasy right. books relating to video games. But this one's a memoir called The Mothering Game by uh, Regina uh, McManomey. McManome. um God, I'm really sorry. <laughs>
1: that's Look, our – you know, that's um, kind of our claim to fame here. We just <sighs> ruin everybody's name. No,
0: like, no. Veronica Belmont. Stole the mispronunciation of words A long time ago and oh, She's, she's, uh, yeah, that's she's got an iron grip on that And I'm I'm sure as hell not fighting Veronica Well
1: Regina is, is actually a PhD too That's kind of cool Um, So yeah that is an interesting interesting one there Because uh, a memoir I, I'm, I, I'm going to come back and look closer At that one Um, Which you know we'll probably be doing In the next few weeks anyway mm-hmm. So the next one is The Summoning And it is by Alexi Oh man here we go Nope.
0: Well, Alexey Bochenek.
1: Yes, thank you, Bochenek. Bochenek. Yeah. Okay. I assume so. I guess um, VR is part of the title too. The Summoning VR. The Summoning a VR novel.
0: So I'm assuming it has to do with virtual reality. Not. I would think uh, so.
1: Um,
0: I would think so. I'm, I'm I'm looking for something else that VR would work with, but imagination fails me.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're. You know, you've gotten. Several books in production at once, or whatever. My and- brain is literally pudding.
0: <laughs> um, in ninth place, we have Rebirth by uh, Xavier OG Mayo, and I know how to pronounce his name because I actually know Xavier. Uh, he's he's a very cool dude from the area, uh, young author, um, very much into video games. This is this is a jam, so I'm I'm, I'm rooting for him.
1: All right, Rebirth. Um, actually, uh, yeah. I, I read through that one. I, I like that one. I think that'll be pretty good. Well, um, did you pre-order it? I did not.
0: Ah, uh, don't be that guy, Paul.
1: I'm not being that guy. I didn't look, listen. I didn't pre-order any of them. So how about that? <sighs> not even not even ours, which I don't think we do, but anyway, I didn't pre-order anything yet. Nothing. Nothing in the competition yet. Um and then in 10th place right now, uh we are looking at the Avatar of Dorian Gray. Which that actually kind of catches me with the name there. I don't. I think that this one just moved up because I feel like that there was a different one there on my before I refreshed. But it, either way, maybe I. I have no idea. Um, th- this this one is. I mean, everybody that's
0: read the, the picture of Dorian Gray knows like some of the basic mm-hmm. premise. And there's, I'm curious about this one. Like, it's the first time I see it, and I read the title, and already it's kind of evocative of what the story could be. So I'm 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 going to be looking at that one. Just yep. out of curiosity, because it might have, it might touch on some uh, very Kurzweilian uh, aspirations for uh, for virtual reality. So I'm, I'm curious about that.
1: Yeah, which is very cool. Um, so let's uh, go on back up to second and third place. So today we're going to um, talk a little bit about Destiny Imperfect and side-scroller. So um, I guess we'll just start, go right in line here in second place. Mr. Peter Ryan, who you're going to meet. Um, how long, how, when is that going to be, Dita? You know? I have, I have no idea. Um, I, I just as we're talking, he's been
0: pestering me on Facebook. Thank you, Peter. I'm trying to concentrate here. I have a show to do. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but no, it's, it's somewhere in the next few weeks. He's, uh, he's supposed to come down to Montreal. I, I have no cool. idea why. Probably just because it's very pretty here. Oh, is it?
1: But in be- the summer.
0: Yeah. Well, no, in the summer, it's gorgeous here. In the winter, it's, it's, it's a nightmare.
1: It's the worst. You know what? Um, Xavier? Let's talk about his book <laughs> We will, just one second Xavier, right? Uh-huh. You said he's a friend of yours? Yeah There. How many people from Montreal or, or or just that area of Canada That region There's a lot Is this what you guys do? Like when the snow is there You just never leave your house You just write books?
0: No, here's See, here's my theory Is that <laughs> I'm not what one would call A very intelligent man Or, or ambitious Or <laughs> Popular. So when other um, aspiring writers from my, my, my close circle uh, here saw that I managed to get something published on Inkshares, the reaction, which is very well-founded, I mean, it's a very reasonable reaction to go, if he can do it, anyone can do it. And they all jumped on the bandwagon and proved to be absolutely correct that yes, they could do it because so far there's I think there's three other authors from uh, from from uh, from Montreal that have gotten to at least the quill the quill goal for their books. So yeah, no, absolutely. i'm 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 dirt and I'm garbage. so whatever I do is a very low bar to achieve and and uh, and my friends have uh, have decided to capitalize on that. so that that's why there's a lot of regional authors getting in on ink shares.
1: Wow, man. A lot of a lot of negative negativity toward yourself. (laughs) I
0: look, I'm (laughs) I have one quality and it is to know my value.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Destiny Imperfect by Mr. Peter Ryan. Um, So here's what I can say, like. I don't know Peter Ryan. I don't know anything about him. I never saw or heard of him until we started this competition. So as I click on his page and look at it, and you know, we've done this many, many times where we've kind of critiqued pages. So I'm not going to go crazy here, but I can tell you. Oh, tear into him. <laughs> uh, no, that's not. Oh, that, Well, oh, sorry, I mean, I not... can. Pete, Peter, Pete, buddy, Mr. Ryan, sir, you have two paragraphs, two 2. I guess this is the like textbook def- definition of he's going to let his book just talk to us. You know what I mean? Because there really isn't much here to go on. I mean, I'll read I'll read exactly everything that's here. Every by the way, Peter constructive, man. No ill no ill is um, you know, I'm not trying to be Mean or anything like that stop, um, stop
0: apologizing and go, go on, get on with it. Like,
1: look like, everything. okay, I'll read this. Well, let me right. read the, uh, the the quick pitch first the um, little yeah, the, quick pitch, pitch.
0: the quick pitch is really good. like it starts it starts a bit cliche, but then like the, the, the final like, go ahead, read, read it and I'll, I'll critique afterwards.
1: Okay. when the lines between virtual reality and real life blur, who's the player and who's the played? beware the singularity.
0: Now here's the thing, right? That first- the first sentence when the lines between virtual reality and real-life blur, you know, that's that's super cliche. And then it Beautifully goes off the rail by doing the whole who's the player who's being played. So then you can say, okay, well the blurring goes like between who's actually being like the the, the character. But beware the singularity sort of implies that, and and of course it can go completely differently. I mean, this is a very short pitch, but this is the one that grabs me. Beware the singularity. As a guy who loves the idea of 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 uh, artificial intelligence singularity and emergent uh, intelligence, is the idea of a game becoming so self-aware that it's no longer clear without whether the game is playing you or you are playing the game.
1: So, um I, I, I agree. I mean, you know what I was thinking though when you were explaining that? I, I remember have hearing you say a few times in the past that you aren't you don't really buy that this whole AI thing is going to be evil. So the word beware in that last sentence Kind of makes me feel like okay, evil maybe perhaps, but you know, there's still too early to tell, I guess.
0: Well, you, you got to understand something about my point of view tours. Like I do, there, there, there's a there's a very big difference between what I find entertaining and what I think is actually going to happen. Um, I I like the idea. Like I I enjoyed Pacific Rim. It's not a very complex story, but I like the idea of giant monsters um, coming out of the sea and destroying the world, and we're fighting them with giant robots. I find that very entertaining. Do I think it's something that could possibly happen? Absolutely not. So it's the same thing. Same thing for. No kaijus
1: hiding in the dimensional rip in the ocean, you know? I find that unlikely.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. It's not because I think that uh, I don't I, that I that emergent artificial intelligence is going like I don't. It's not because I don't think it's going to be a threat. I don't think Skynet's going to try to kill us. Quite the opposite. That I don't find stories about that kind of scenario entertaining.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: so i'm I'm hoping this that like that when he says beware, it's a threat, not just anything else. And by the way, like I, I when I say like that the first line is 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 kind of cliche, like that is not a hit to the the hook. A hook needs to be cliche a little. oh yeah, like, it, it's actually have something vi- that grabs people. It's actually a very good hook because it you know it's got the cliche to make people comfortable and they then it takes a left turn, which is perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what you're looking
1: for. Okay, so now I'm going to go into these two paragraphs, really deep and far into these two paragraphs. Everything is becoming so much more sophisticated. The equipment we use, the challenges we face, the world we live in. I wanted to, I being, you know, Peter, wanted to explore the possibility of all these things coming together in a time not too far from now. So near future, that's cool. Video games are the perfect environment in which to blend these ideas. I also wanted to explore the idea of control. Many of us go through life believing we are masters of our destiny, or we have a belief system that offers us guidance and support. Destiny imperfect shows us that we haven't always got our hands on the right joystick, so to speak. Intriguing. Intriguing. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, again, like, there's not a whole lot here. There's enough that, like, it wets the appetite a little bit, but I need a little bit more, maybe, for me personally, because I like to kind of know what I'm getting into. But what, I mean, it's a great start. Um, You know. And uh, apparently, it's not hindering Peter Ryan at all because he's in second place. And he was selected for um, uh, I forget what the name of it is, but one of the syndicates for the love of joy or the joy of love or something for like the that. love
0: of the for the love of fiction syndicates It's a syndicate aimed at readers who are drawn to true to life stories with a little bit of romance, adventure, and realism for the reader who isn't afraid of the bittersweet taste life can offer and gets swallowed up by a story because it is so insanely relatable. When fiction feels not so fiction, um, I I'm, I'm, I was unfamiliar with the syndicate, so that's why I had to read it.
1: Well, that's okay. And it, and coincidentally, I think it is um, by um, the Tulip Factory, uh, the author of The Tulip Factory, Casey Davis – Casey – I can't remember her name. Idol? Casey Davis Idol? She's got a three-part it's, name. Yeah, it's
0: uh, Casey Davis Idol. Yeah, I, I yes. have her name right in front of me.
1: And coincidentally, um, her book just launched this week – this week? Last week? Something like that. I think this week, though. But anyway, so congratulations on The Tulip Factory. And congratulations, uh, Peter Ryan, for getting selected by the syndicate that Casey Davis Idol runs. And um, there is a chapter. There is a chapter. I have not read um, a lot of it, but I've read some of it. Uh, and it seems to be interesting and I and I, uh, I, uh, it's definitely something we cannot read aloud on on our show, considering that we don't want the explicit tag. So it is a little bit explicit. But uh, go check it out if you're interested in it and um maybe help throw a throw a pre-order behind uh, Peter Ryan's Destiny no, I, Imperfect.
0: absolutely make make Peter a threat to our uh, anthology that just to make things more exciting for the next few weeks.
1: Also like okay
0: Peter um, <laughs> here's what you do. Uh, before you write about Destiny Imperfect, give us give us a couple of paragraphs of a synopsis of what to expect as far as the story is concerned. Like who's your main character? What's your setting? You know, where are we going with this? Because that's, that is stuff like what one of the things we keep doing on this show is criticizing and critiquing and evaluating uh, pages. So, might as well doll out some of our not so expert advice. But (laughs) if, if. Like yeah. as as much one of the things that I always try to recommend is to prioritize your story first because while you're you as an author and your your goals with your book are very important and it's part of the narrative that will help sell your book, the first thing that's going to hook a reader is of course what the, they're going to be reading about. So having a, a couple of paragraphs, nothing too big, but just enough so that we know, like how far in the future this is, who's, can we know a bit about your main character and what are the intrigues he's going to be facing so that we have like, is this, is this a sci-fi thriller? Is there a murder mystery? Like what, what's our investment into this book? So give, give us a, give us that and give us a a book trailer. Book trailers are awesome.
1: Book trailers are awesome. They're a lot of fun. Um, also, Mm. uh, well, you like making them. So, well, I enjoy making them. Yes. Um, JF, don't give don't give our competition too many hints now. Come on, what are you doing? Um, Paul, <laughs> you need like
0: Andrew yeah. Main, author oh Andrew Main once said on one of his many podcasts, or probably just on After Things, um, that talent doesn't fear talent.
1: Yes, JF, obviously I was being silly. I mean, look, yeah, I, I know. want no, look, I want to see you, everybody be successful.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're being silly, but it is it is actually pretty solid advice. because It
1: really is. Honestly, I think that this book has a, a lot of potential, and uh, I think that you're absolutely right. Like, give us a, a short synopsis. Like, think about maybe what would go on the back of the book if you were handing the book to someone. Like, what is going to make them want to crack it all the way open, you know? And, and, bo- talk- and book trailer, because honestly, book trailers are um, – you know, wrap everything up in one package and make it nice and quick and easy for people like JF who don't have a lot of time and they only have about a minute or two to either read your synopsis or watch your book trailer. So um, those are just some helpful, friendly tips. And now we're moving on because I'm ready to move on.
0: Yeah, let's talk about side-scroller. Um, I, I actually have not read anything about side-scroller. So I'm discovering this along with you in the audience well, okay. The, well, the t- t- title is pretty perfect and spot on for a video game book,
1: right? Right. So, and Andrew Fantasia, great name. Yeah, great name. D- dude,
0: I'm called Dubo.
1: Jeez, <laughs> and not fair. And you know what? I'll be honest. Like, uh, this is a third place. Um, he's uh, currently in third place with Side Scroller, and this is where the um, action has been happening. As I said a little bit earlier, um, in third, fourth, and fifth place, they've been kind of rotating in and out. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the exciting part of the competition to watch over the next couple of weeks. I think, um, not that not that it wouldn't be exciting elsewhere, but I'm just saying like that. The, I've every time I I watch one of these three get a, a pre order the other two get a pre-order, or two, and they just mm-hmm. kind of keep flopping back and forth, yeah, it, flipping back and forth.
0: It's kind of historically been the same thing for uh, for a lot of the contests in general, where what you see is mostly a fight for last place in the contest. That's where a lot of the rotation, because I, I don't know why there's probably, someone could probably do a statistical analysis of that, and there's probably something very fun to discover, but it seems that everything except for that last place Solidifies in the last two weeks Of the contest Is that last place Where the combat Like the real fight happens So Side-scroller The the, the hook is A swashbuckling adventure Slash romance Set in a world That operates via The crazy rules of video games Sprite and Pixel Are are the happiest couple In Arcadia Until a kidnapping force uh, A kidnapping forces them To rethink everything They know about themselves
1: And each other Sounds interesting. It's pretty, uh, I mean, I like the names of the characters, Sprite and Pixel, and then Arcadia. I think that's a, f- a fun nod. You know, those are fun nods to video games. Um, Sprite so- and Pixel
0: sound like the name of a nerd's pet. Uh- <laughs> like
1: if you have, a, you have a
0: cat and you have a dog and you are way too much into anime and computer games, that's what you call your
1: pets. That's that's kind of funny, actually, because a, a friend of mine actually had a, a cat, that had a name that was not not these names, but it was video game related. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure I can it's super you,
0: interesting, Paul. <laughs> yes,
1: everybody everybody at home just hit stop and just moved on with their life. Um, so, <laughs> skip fifteen, skip fifteen exactly. seconds. <laughs> so, Andrew, listen. Everything that we just said to Peter, we're gonna probably have to say it to you too. Now, what I can what I can say is that I like um, these uh, uh, graphics that you have put up here. Um, where you have, like, behind side-scroller. But as JF said... Uh, you need to have something to to hook us in. So let me read what you do have for behind or JF. You can since I read the last. Yeah, one, sure. Whatever.
0: So uh, beh- he immediately starts about uh behind side scroller, which is uh, which says there is an old saying, write what you know. I didn't listen to that saying. Uh, I don't know much about romance, but I do know that it's complex and confusing and terrifying and wonderful. Also, strangely enough, are video games. So I decided that these two great tastes would taste great together. And as as an aside, like I'm a huge fan of of Reese's uh, Peanut Butter Cups, so you you got me. Uh, Sprite and Pixel, the two heroes of Scroller, fit the, that same mold. They're very different people. Will they mix well together, or is this a rec- recipe for disaster? The fun's going to be in finding out. And a- again, this is a situation where it's talking about the behind the scenes of the book, which is important. Make no mistake, it is important to talk about and uh, about why you're writing a book and what the intent of the book is, it's also important to talk about yourself as the author, as you are part of the narrative, as I mentioned before. But what this is missing, and you you get more of a hint of it in uh, in in the tag, because the, the tag says a lot more. Uh, it's not just like a, a teaser; like it it gives you a bit more of a synopsis. But again, we we wind up in the situation where. It's all intriguing, but I don't know enough to decide if I want to invest myself. Um, Like, is Sprite and Pixel, are these uh, avatar names? Are these characters in a video game? Are these nicknames that the two people give each other? I mean, is this in the future where people give their kids really, really bad names so that they get beat up a lot? I don't know. (laughs) Wow.
1: Wow. Uh, I I and you raise really good points, JF. Obviously, um, these are things that people might want to know a little bit more about. And I mean, I, I'm I don't know about you, JF, but I'm certainly guilty of doing similar things because when you first start out, you're like, "What am I doing?" You know, or I mean, I don't know if this is your first attempt at something like this, um, Andrew, but. When you first, when I first started out, I was like, "What am I doing? I have no clue." And I just did what I thought was right. And then you just grow and you learn and you look around at other people's stuff and you you just try to make the best educated decisions that you can, you know. But yeah, and- with that said, I love, I like your um, tagline there in your graphic: "Break up, make up, level up." And with that said, we have s- uh, seen for the second time today, um, a an, an unusual type of um, uh, genre. For this competition, because we saw the memoir, and now we're seeing a romance, Mm -hmm. which you wouldn't really think, you know, video games are romance. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but um, it's just interesting because normally, like you said earlier, it's usually sci-fi or fantasy, you know?
0: Well, one of the things I've I found very I find very interesting in and I'm doing doing a bit of a tangent here, but one of the things I find very interesting about how uh, Disney's been handling the Marvel universe in movies is that to keep the comic book superhero genre fresh, instead of just making superhero movies, they're making a mystery with a superhero, a space opera with superheroes, and basically using established jars and just throwing superheroes in, and that's a bit what we're kind of seeing and it, it's, it's it's what makes this contest interesting is that generally speaking no one's writing a video game book they're writing a book of a specific jar but inserting video games as a, a as a through line in the story and this is why you wind up with something like a romance we're going to have a memoir and i'm curious as we're going to go down the list what other jars we're going to see
1: Right. And, you know, that's happening a lot for us personally in our own, in the anthology, too many controllers. Everybody is has a different, their short story has a different uh, genre with the theme of video games. Kind of being taking the back seat in more in some stories, but being more up front in other stories. You know what I mean. So it's kind of an Mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting thing, and this is a a unique experience that we we are are part of, and uh, we we do understand and we do see that for those of you listening, we understand that this is a unique experience and that things are um, definitely uh, um, the road is being paved, sort of if you want to think of it that way. But uh, JF. We're actually almost out of time, sir. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about Mr. Andrew Fantasia? Awesome name. Um, Side scroller.
0: Um, no, no, I'm, 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 good. I mean, I mean, this is this is the kind of book that I want to see trailer. more. Yeah, book I, trailer. Well, book trailer, obviously, and th- <laughs> this is the kind of book I really want to see a synopsis for because, and as as you'll see when we talk, like, the whole idea of marrying. Um, romance and, and video games is is something that I'm touching on in our anthology. So obviously yes, that's that got right. that's that has
1: my ears perked. So before we go, let's talk briefly about our um own uh, our own uh, short story since it became public knowledge this week. You yeah, absolutely. First? No, no, you you go first. Okay. Um, well, uh, you know, let me. I'm actually going to actually just read what we actually put out there first, and then I'll talk a little bit about it. So, um, la la la, I got to get over to our page. I'm sorry. I'm not ready. I am completely fine, terrible fine, human I'll, being.
0: I'll start. No, because, I got it. It's right here. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, fine, because I don't so, want to bore a listener more than they're already
1: bored. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. 19, so my short story has the working title of 1989, okay? And um, this is the little pitch or synopsis that I I wrote for it. A rare old video game is, um, arcade, sorry, let me start. A a rare old arcade game is dropped off at a modern repair restoration house where it is discovered that gameplay holds the keys to changing the events of the future. So, um, you know, I was trying to come up with a good idea. And I was like, hmm, what could I come up with? And that's that's what I came up with, what you see there. Um, and I was like, from there, after I wrote that, uh, wrote that sentence down, I was like, you know what, this has p- plenty of potential. So then I'm like trying to sell people, you know, on our anthology. And I tell a friend of mine, yeah, this is what it's about. And it's this and that and this. And I read that little synopsis. And uh, she was like, oh, so it's like Jumanji then, huh? And I went, son of a. Come on. I was like, I never even thought Jumanji. But my answer was no, because it is not going to be like Jumanji. I hope. I hope it's not like Jumanji. Although, I like Jumanji. Don't get me wrong. But I kind of want to have something a little bit more original. So anyway. It's not going to be like Jumanji. It's going to be like Zathura. Yes, it'll be more like Zathora, yes. Although, no, it won't be like that. Either. So um, I, I've actually been working on the draft and, on this, and I don't know, I've got maybe, I don't know, not not a whole lot right now, but I have a, a, an outline for the majority of the story. But the actual draft, I, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot. Maybe 500 words or something. But the outline, this is what is um, going to happen, sort of. And I'm not giving a lot away here, but there's going to be a couple of... of Young adults, or, or maybe um, 20s, 30-ish. 20s or thirty. I haven't decided that yet. But they are going to discover that this um, arcade game um, will help them I don't want to give away anything though. It's a little too early for all this. So I mean, I'm just going to let you move on, JF, uh, because it's still developing. You you so really,
0: really, you're really selling it, Paul.
1: <laughs> I am not at all. But if you're interested in it, then you know, awesome. Just I promise you, it's going to be more succinct and better than what I just did. I promise. It's just so early. I haven't I haven't made all the choices yet. All
0: right. So uh, j- just to talk about my, antholo- my, my anthology story, and by the way, we're we're. Doing we're talking about our stuff first so that we can move on to the more interesting stories that we're going to have from the other authors. Um just to pull back a court cor- the curtain a little on how I approached my story. Um uh, when when I was first asked, like, do you want in on this regarding the anthology? My initial reaction was, no, I don't have a story and I don't want to shoehorn anything into an anthology just to say I participated. Right. That that was my original thought. I think that, I think that's something I, I communicated with you, Paul. Right. Yes. Yes, you did. And it took me a few days. And I play a lot of video games. Not a huge variety, but I when I play a video game, I play a lot of it. I wanted the podcast I record is an Overwatch podcast for the Blizzard game Overwatch that just came out. I I love video games and I love technology. I love like I I love sci-fi clearly. So it's something that always sticks in the back of my mind. So as we were, as we, I was thinking about, well, what if I were to write for this anthology? Something did pop out in, in into mind, And what I was thinking is instead of going, of touching on the subject of video games, as we know him as old 30 and 40 year old bozos, like me and Paul, I was looking at what are video games to people today? And more importantly, what are they gonna be in 20 years? And one of the things I'm really fascinated by is the gamification of everyday life. Like the idea that I can go jogging and use an app called Run Zombies, or Zombies Run, I can't remember, and the whole – my jogs just became a post-apocalyptic zombie movie of a game where I'm not just jogging, but I'm running away from zombies. And if I slow down too much, they'll get me. And everything is moving towards this kind of gamification. So I thought, well, what happens in 20 years where 100% of our lives are gamified like that? Our jobs, our, our, our eating habits, our exercise our travel become games are the way we meet people. And then I thought, well, what if the whole gamification of romance with like becomes too, goes too far? How does that affect people? And I want to tell the story of two people. Well, actually of a main character who has, he's, he's, he's really good at the romance game. He's got, He's unlocked all the achievements and he's got all the, uh, the the special characters and portraits and everything that you think a game should give you uh, he's 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 won at the romance game except for one thing he's every time he wins he just starts over because he can't get any permanes from it so the whole idea is how he's trying to reverse the gamification so that instead of his his romantic life or his or her, I haven't really decided and I don't, I don't care. Um, instead of, <laughs> of his, his or her love life serving the game, trying to get the game to serve his love life. And obviously there's other characters in there that are going to influence how that impacts. And it's it should it should be an interesting exploration for a short story. It's the kind of thing that I don't think I would tolerate doing an entire book out of. But for a short story, um, I'm curious to see what I'm going to get with. And I've, I've started outlining, and I'm really liking how relatable yet despicable some of my characters are. It, sh- it should be a fun ride.
1: So what you're saying is that your main character basically has platinum – on Swagger,
0: um, yes, I don't know what Swagger is. I've heard of Tinder. I have a lot of research to do to make this uh, realistic. Uh, no, but, mean, but you I, seem very well informed, Paul. No, I which, am, which totally means not. that you're probably a much more a much busier man than I thought. So let's let's end the show so you can uh, you can swipe left or right on Tinder and uh, and get to your uh, to your nightly activities. I assume.
1: Okay, well, yeah, (laughs) sounds good. Um, Speaking of social interactions, uh, we have a Twitter, right brain. Um, We it is uh, right brain. Sorry, it is at right brain underscore. Yes, I'm just double checking here. Sorry, (laughs) it's at right brain underscore. Well, and I was also pulling it up to to say this. Um, As of two or three days ago, we were. I don't know. We have a uh, a very kind of moderately small following on Twitter, but as of two days ago. Um, I watched it jump up over 40 followers, which puts us at over 600 followers, which kind of blows my mind a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Wait, you, um, saying,
0: you saying Right Brain has more followers than I do?
1: Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to follow, if you want to follow Right Brain, that's at Right Brain underscore, and um, we post uh, m- mostly our episodes, but then uh, you know, occasionally I post other things. Um, Cause I, 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 run that. But, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter so I can have a few more followers, it is at Paul Inman SC. That's P A U L I N M A N S C. And my website is the same thing, PaulInman SC.com. And check out Ageless and leave me some reviews. If you're reading Ageless, I appreciate you so much. Leave me, leave me reviews. You know what I, you know what, JF, mostly the people that have asked, they're just not finished reading it yet. You know, it it is a sizable book. Um. So yeah, uh, when you are finished, leave me some reviews on Amazon and Goodreads, and uh, yeah, appreciate it. JF.
0: Um, not much. I'm I'm also on the review train. Um, I I right now my ego is shattered knowing that the the formless entity that is, the right brain podcast has more followers than I have as a as a flesh and blood human being with feelings. Um, so you can follow me uh at, on Twitter at jfdubo that's jfdubeau, and I'm I'm at nine reviews from hitting a hundred on Amazon. So if you've read Whoa, the Life congratulations. Engineer. Yeah, if you read the the Life Engineered but you haven't reviewed it, go go give it uh, a review. Leave a few stars, preferably five, because you know, again, fragile ego. I'm 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 only human, but uh, from what from what I hear, when you reach a hundred reviews on Amazon, magic starts happening, like unicorns and dragons and stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see if I'll need to actually get high to see these things. So go review my book.
1: <laughs> wow. And I think that is definitely going to bring us to the end of our show this week. Thank you for listening, and tune in next week where we hope to be recording again. Correct?
0: Oh no, absolutely yes. I've look, I've sacrificed a lot to be able to record tonight. Um, So you can expect that I'm willing to to sacrifice. I
1: eat. I had to watch Mm, him eat.
0: Yes, and that is not a pretty sight. I (laughs) eat as I eat like the animals. I do not chew very well. So there were sounds There um, were sounds <laughs> There were sounds No, I, no, definitely we're going to record again next week We're trying to get on a, a more uh, stable schedule Now that uh, Paul is unemployed uh, For the summer Or whatever, whatever teachers do um, We should be able to do that So thank you again for listening And we'll talk to you guys next
1: week And look for extra content very soon and-